It's another edition of the Exit 52 podcast, Tuesday, June 13th. My name is Jake Luke, and I'm joined on my screen by Brian, by Eric. Fellas, how we doing? Doing great. It's major championship week. Mm. U.S. Open, no less. Golf is uh, it's buzzing. It seems to control the narrative a lot the last couple of years, and uh, this week is no different. I've, I've already seen a lot, of, a lot of talk about the course. It's the, it's it's the big course week. Big week for it's the course. The, this is going to be the uh, biggest week. Yeah, the the architecture nerds and then the people that you know kind of parachute in and root for the course during majors. Big week for both of those people. That's like the uh, the meme with like the guy the virgin guy screaming and then the guy wearing the Yoda thing on the other side and then like there's a bell <laughs> curve in the middle and it's like rooting for the course. Like all all listen, we'll take it offline. I see you, Eric. You're a little confused. Well, I've never, I've never seen that. Meme. Never seen I think you have. It's just really hard to explain that. That's a tough verbal meme to pull off, but, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned it right there. We are, uh, at us open week, Los Angeles country club, very exciting stuff. Don't have to get too golf heavy, uh, off the top here. Cause we're going to get into it. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, it was a big, uh, just a big, big weekend for Baltimore sports. I think, uh, and you know, you, your boy went out there and shot an 88 on Saturday, which was a career low for me. So please clap. Oh boy. That's probably the biggest of them all. That's all anybody could talk about all weekend was, was Jake shooting was good. Jake going low. Yeah. So of low. Course. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. And it was Sunday too. That's why Eric, why I couldn't make it to uh crab cakes and baseball, uh, is the fact that, uh, I was just basking in the glory. That's not actually true. I was just super, you know, beaten from the sun and tired and just wanted to take a nice, nice hot bath and relax. But was that your first, true... uh, first crack at 90? Uh, no, I've done it a couple times before, but it was always 89. So, mm. yeah. Okay. okay. A, a real quote that was said to me last night at the event was when I said, Oh, Jake's not coming. They said, Oh damn it. I've really wanted to meet him. That's oh. a real quote from a real person. Oh, good lord! Who said that? Um, we'll have to. I mean, it's, uh, we'll play the mystery game. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to air them out. We'll we'll take that offline too. But uh, speaking of that event, we are brought to you as always by Jimmy's Famous Seafood, the favorite dining spot of the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Orioles, the Red Hot Baltimore Orioles, and yours truly. Head on down to 6526 Hollabird Avenue to officially get famous or order online with a ten percent markdown. On your first purchase or free day, two free two-day nationwide shipping on orders, $125 and up with the code CRABINFEVER. That's with two Bs. Uh, some restrictions apply to that. Jimmy Seafood, get famous. And uh, I guess we can jump right into it. We got some Orioles talk to get into, and I guess this sort of relates a little bit. You mentioned your event there, Eric. Crab Cakes and Baseball. Tyler Wells, Eric Arditi, just two big names, you know, Top in the headlines there for that that little that, that little event that get together at Jimmy's. How did it go, man? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, good crowd again. There was maybe about forty five or fifty people there. Um, a nice event. It, it was again as, as always. Everything about anything at Jimmy's is awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun. Tyler is he's an awesome dude. He he's very. I mean, he's just a notebook. He didn't really hold back on anything. Um, I hosted the Q and A with him after. 
the autograph signing and and you know the um the pictures and stuff like that but i mean he was talking to everybody he was he was mixing it up he's i mean he's it's no he's massive i was standing on the stage at jimmy's and he was not on the stage and he's still taller than me like i was like a full two stairs up and he was just he was staring right over my head um, and it is funny because again, there's the tweet that I had at the beginning of the year when Grayson didn't didn't make the opening day roster, and I said, "You look me in the eyes and tell me Tyler Wells helps this team more than Grayson." And I said, "You can't." I said, "That's just not that's not happening." So that tweet resurfaced itself this week, and and so I introduced myself to, to Tyler, and I go, "Hey man, I'm Eric. You know, uh, I'm doing the Q and A." He looks at me, and he's, "Oh, you're the guy." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's me." And he was like. He goes, I saw the tweet. He goes, I don't, I'm not on Twitter that much, but I downloaded the app on Friday and I got on it. It was the first tweet I saw because somebody had retweeted it. And I was like, yeah, hand up, man. I, I kind of fucked that up. Like, you know, I was like, I was hoping for both of you, but I was like, I just wanted, I wanted Grayson. And he's like, ah, no, I get it. Like he played it off. He was like, I was going to go back at you and I poke there a little bit, but uh, he's like, I figured we'd, we'd save that for here. So he was, he was a super cool dude. His fiance is great. His agent was very nice. Um, he told some great stories too. I mean, we we talked, you know, we, we had the QA going for about an hour. Um he's he's kind of like Grayson, where everything he says just kind of gets you pumped up. Where like he also kind of gave like a Tim Tebow speech after that loss, where he's like, you know, he's like, keep coming out to the ballpark, everyone. Like, we notice it, we hit, we feel it, we feel you. Like, all we want to do is win. That's all that's on our mind. Like, I promise you, like, this isn't done. And he's like, I can, you know, like everyone, you know, you support us. And he was like, we will like this thing will have a happy ending. He's like, we're not, we're not just in this for like the playoffs. He's like, we're, we're, we have one thing on our mind and that's a parade. And so he, I mean, he was, he was the man. He was saying all that stuff. I, I think I texted you guys. One of the stories he told, he said he, he can easily outdrive Adley, Grayson and DL and all those. Um, he said, there's no shot that Grayson can hit it over the net onto uh what is it? 395. I think he said no shot. And then uh, he said Adley refuses to play him off. So we got to figure one of those out. Um, again, just had some cool stories about who he likes facing, who he doesn't. Um, it, it was really cool, though. He, he, he was He's an awesome guy. And, and again, I, I, we're very lucky to have him. MLB leader and whip should be in Seattle in, in a couple weeks for the uh, All-Star game. So thank you, Jim. Thank you for Jimmy's to, uh, for having us out. Thank you for everyone that came out. It was, uh, it was a nice little event. And, we're hoping to again link up in the future and do some do some more stuff like that. So, yeah, we definitely need to uh, go ahead and make that happen. So, uh, you know, everyone keep your eyes peeled to the Jimmy's events tab, or you know, follow them on other social channels. They're always pumping out uh, great events and stuff like that. And uh, it was just a, a great uh, you know thing to have us involved in this one, or have Eric involved in it at least. And uh, hoping for more of that going forward. So uh, Jimmy's Seafood, get famous. Check him out, baby. Uh, you know, that sort of dovetails pretty nicely into talking about the Baltimore Orioles proper. Uh, so things were, I don't know if I'd say they were teetering a little bit, but there was a, there was some consternation the last couple of weeks, rightfully so, uh, with the fact that it felt like things might have been rock, maxed out with the roster as it had currently stood as of a few days ago. And people, ourselves included, were clamoring for some of these minor league talents to be brought up to inject a, a little bit of a shot in the arm into the major league roster and try to uh, turn things around before the all-star break that you mentioned there, Eric. And uh, none of that happened, but they went out and they swept the Kansas City Royals. Granted, not a great team, but they really took care of their business out there this weekend with a massive win uh, coming on Sunday. 11-3, to three, a dominant effort. 
A couple amazing moments from it with Gunnar Henderson hitting the 462-foot bomb to Utah Street. I mean, that thing is probably, I don't know, probably the longest home run that I think I've ever seen happen live. And granted, I was on the golf course when that happened, but, uh, you know, I had the had the feed going and everything. Shout out to the Masson app, which uh, are Masson, good friends of ours, but, you know, not my favorite thing in the world, to be honest. But it, it did okay for me out there at Fairway Hills. Uh, so, yeah, just a, a great game with the, uh, with the bomb there by Gunner that made it even greater. And then Cole Irvin coming back to the bigs. 55 strikes, 17 balls, just one run in five innings. And then Aaron Hicks. Just continuing to look like the GOAT. Three hits, an RBI in the series, and a stolen base as well. Uh, Brian, we'll start with you. Where, where, where are you at on the birds right now? It felt like things were kind of, like I said, sky is falling there for a minute, but uh, I think this gave them a little bit of breathing room. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's funny the way that that April went, and then we, we had the May stretch where we had the big bad teams all coming into town, and everyone was wary and thinking like, oh, shit, like, this is where things could potentially fall apart. And then they didn't. And so now like, because of just by the nature of scheduling and how that works is you're going to get some of those weaker teams at some point on the slate. And I think we've, we just found one at the right time. I think the Royals were exactly what the doctor ordered for us going into this weekend. Um, Like you said, we, we were kind of on the edge there. It wasn't like we were going to go into some precipitous, Oh boy, he was gonna go off too. No, yeah, it's just it feels like every time he's in the middle of like about to go off or about to have a great take, it's just we get the frozen face or whatever it might be. Wi-Fi. That is, all right, and he's, he's back. back. All right, last word we heard was precipitous. So go from there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it? We weren't on the verge of a precipitous drop, like some big losing streak, but we had lost a couple. We were kind of like consistently five and five in our last 10, just like not really taking those steps forward. And meanwhile, the Rays are just winning everything in sight as they've done pretty much all year. Um, so something to move something in one way or another was, was bound to happen and finding the Royals as they were um, at home with good, I mean, great crowds at home, especially on Saturday, I think it was exactly what we needed. And uh, yeah, we got, we got Gunner turn in the corner. I think that's the story right now is uh you know uh water always finds his level and and he's finding his way back and uh you know rookie of the year uh races back on yeah so. there, there's some sharp money on that too i think some uh, really really sharp you know gambling minds and baseball minds are kind of really touting that out there which is great to see uh so yeah gunner i mean i i gotta agree with you that's the story there for sure uh, as I just paper over that Kurt Schilling tweet. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's great to see like the rookie of the year stuff definitely is awesome, but just a guy going through struggles and then finding it again in the middle of a baseball season is the best thing to see without having to do anything right. Without having to send him down, like we saw with Grayson or whatever else it might be. He just, he just fucking kept working at it and you know, he was frustrated. You could see it in his play. You could see it every time he struck out. And he would like just menace with the bat or like he would just, you know, throw his helmet in frustration or something. It just, that was tough to watch, but it showed you that he cared. And now that uh, it seems to have come all the way back around for him, it's uh, it's great because you can tell that uh, he, he really, really does care out there. And he really wanted to uh, to get back to this really positive place. Eric, what are your, your thoughts on the Gunnar Henderson turnaround? Yeah, I mean, again, we've been talking about it online and in the group chat. I mean, Brian, you were kind of driving the train, and you, you are the conductor of the don't let him get hot train, whether it's 
Chris or, you know, it's, 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 that's been your calling card for years. And again, the, I'm reading the Orioles tweet word for word. The rookie is raking Gunnar Henderson, American league player of the week, 526 average, six RBIs, three home runs, 1.603 OPS. Um, again, the numbers of the last just week, week and a half, 10 games are in, insane. I mean, he's getting a lot better. He looks more comfortable up there. not swinging through, you know, the fastballs right down the middle. Um, and again, I mean, like, like we saw with the homer yesterday, if, if he gets bad on ball, it's going a long way. It, it is flying. And that ball yesterday was just crushed. And also we have to talk about Kevin Brown's call was incredible. That was a fantastic call. The this is Gunnar Henderson was I thought that was fantastic. So so shout out to Kevin and then uh, B Rock too. He, he had a good weekend. I know a lot of people were were hyping up Brian in the uh, in the booth. Um, but yeah, I mean it, it's been awesome to see again as a man who holds a ticket for Rookie of the Year for Gunnar and a parlay with rookie with Rookie of the Year for Gunnar and Corbin Carroll. I'm feeling really good now. So. Um, yeah, you know, it was a great weekend. I mean, I was out there Friday with my daughter. That game was awesome. The city connects the stench is kind of off of them and they got the win. And, and again, that was a fun game too. Um, a little nail lighter, but that was a good one. Again, Tyler Wells, an absolute dog on the mound. Um, and then Saturday again, which was just a blast. I think it was 30, 31,000, 34,000. Um, Brian, I'm with you too. Awesome crowd. I mean, we were at pickles, you know, um, for the game, we 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 did the like me and my group of friends that went. We did the like, do we want to go to Pickles and stay there the whole time, and then go into the game and risk moving the or not getting the bobblehead? And I was like, whatever, we'll just stay at Pickles. We walked in right at right at first pitch, and we still got it. We still got the bobblehead, so it was kind of the best of both both worlds. Um, and then yeah, I mean, we watched you know we watched the game for a little bit, and then Brian came over. We made our way up to the center field bar and. Again, just kind of continued the day, and and we got a game that again, like we talked about, they haven't had many blowouts. Saturday was, I think, that was six to one, I think, six to one, and yeah, they scored late, or um, oh no, no, they scored, I think, midway through. But again, that game was great. Um, it's exactly what they needed. Great crowd. It was awesome. The weather was fantastic. Um, Santander's catch too. Like I, I watched that Saturday night. I also watched that catch ten times. From where we were sitting, I was like, this ball is either gone or it's going to bounce off and roll for a, a while. But he made a similar catch versus Pittsburgh um, couple, a couple of weeks ago. So it's awesome to see that. Awesome to see um, Paul Irvin again. Just, you know, I mean, he was awesome. He looked really good. I know people wanted him to go a little longer because, you know, I think he only threw 70-some pitches. But I thought he was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, yesterday's game, Sunday's game was just – I mean, it's a cherry on top, and, and Brian, you talked about it. You know, they had a lot of good teams in here last month, um, and sometimes those cupcakes to come in, and and you need to sweep them, and that's what they needed to do. We talked about it with Oakland um, back, I think that was in April, where it's like team is bad, you have to win three out of four. You have to, and, and you know, they needed to take two out of three. I was thinking to myself after the Milwaukee series, like if they can sweep, uh, you know, Kansas City – that series in Milwaukee's kind of forgotten about, and that's exactly what happened. You know, everyone's back. Like, you know, it was there. Like you said, there was tension on Twitter, and people are kind of going at each other. And now it's just like, feed us the Blue Jays. We would love for nothing more. Again, two out of three, probably sweep for the Blue Jays would be fantastic. We've got some good, you know, good pitchers going. So it would be great to see that. I mean, what are they? Forty-one, twenty-four. 
still five and a half games back of the Rays, but I mean, again, they have the longest winning streak in besides for <laughs> besides for the Oakland A's. They have the longest winning streak in the uh, the right now, and so let's all start crossing our fingers that the uh, the Rays are catching the A's at, at a good time for Oakland because if they could take two out of three and the Orioles could sweep or take two out of three there, that would be great. But yeah, I mean, it was an awesome, awesome weekend. I think at Camden Yards, I had a ton of fun. Um, guy sitting behind us, I didn't get his name, but he, you know, the second we sat down, he's shouting out exit fifty-two. So that was neat. Again, everyone around the ballpark just being really into it, and and you know, the fans just kind of going nuts. It was it was a very fun weekend, and it, I think it's a weekend that a lot of Oriole fans needed, and and the team needed this. So we got it. And let's keep it rolling. Hell yeah! It's interesting though that you are going with that two out of three probably sweep thing. Are you just going to take that from the Orioles Twitter account, really? You're that shameless that you're just going to steal that? Yeah, you know, it's it's only something I've been tweeting out for, I think, two years now. And it's changed because I used to always retweet Rock when he said that, and I would say, like, ah, oh, who cares? Like, 2018, 2019, it was like, who cares? Like, this doesn't matter. Like, Spe- what do we care? Speaking care's of, uh, oh, who it- cares? There's going to be some Stan Lee documentary coming out. Do you see that? Yeah, who, yeah, who cares? Oh, who cares? And then, but it, Sophia and some of the other uh, Orioles Twitter people who, who run the the account do a great job. Tony and Johnny and and Nicole and all them. They, I you know, again, I'm in constant communication with them, and and they were like, it's too good not to tweet. And they were like, if we sweep them, we're we're gonna do it. Mm. So driving driving to the event yesterday, getting blown up was pretty funny. I, I was I was cracking up at that. Um, that that was cool. I also I want to give a shout out to. Ryan O'Hearn, I mean, that dude, he, I think he was on base all seven times this weekend against the Royals. He said he doesn't like the term revenge game, but he came from the city. I mean, they DFA'd him. And again, now he's now he's going five for five, and he's, I mean, he, he was awesome. He almost had his own Utah Street home run. You know, it got blocked by the gate, but shout out to him. Again, I, I tweeted like last week or 10 days ago, something like that. He's, I'm getting the same vibes as, as 2014 Steve Pierce. Like, Ryan O'Hearn is just... He hits. That's all he does. He just shows up and hits. So they need guys like that. I think he's a he's a perfect guy for this team. His mindset, like what he brings to the clubhouse. I think what you know what he brings to the field too. I'm I'm liking him a lot. And with Mountcastle struggling and being sick, having the vertigo, dizziness, whatever he's going through. Um, obviously, we hope he's better. But until then, you keep riding the hot bat with with you know Josh Lester and Ryan O'Hearn. And and again, this team. It's just 2014, 2012 kind of vibes where it's like doesn't matter who you're putting in there right now, really. Like they're hitting, they're they're hitting. So let's uh, let's hope they keep that up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I wanted to touch on this. Did you guys see this uh, Dan Connolly article about DL Hall? I saw it. I didn't read it yet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So basically, I just wanted to you know kind of kind of keep in touch with the Myers a little bit, and obviously DL spent some time in the majors too. But it sounds like they're doing this thing where they're ramping him back up, sort of unconventionally. So he's like pitching half the time in Norfolk, and then like he had his back injury, like he had like a lower back discomfort issue where he couldn't lift weights for a while, and he's just apparently like a shit yoked dude that like throws faster when he's bigger. So he had to take like three months off from lifting weights. And so now that they're ramping him back up, they're like, okay, well, we're going to have you pitch like three innings or three and a half innings as opposed to six. And then you're just going to get in the weight room and just get the fuck after it and like start to bulk up a ton. And apparently like it's working really well. Like he's over a three week period, he's gained like an extra mile per hour average uh, and peak, I think, which is uh pretty, pretty solid numbers. Apparently the, um, 
I think Ramsey, the the minor league development um, pitching coach, was Justin talking about Ramsey, it. Yeah. yeah, Justin Ramsey. He was talking about it a little bit and like saying it's definitely like unconventional, but it's cool. And they they call it um, they call the process deloading, which Eric, I mm-hmm. think you talk about deloading a lot too, um, just in different contexts. I think than this. So, do you want to talk about that a little bit or? <laughs> I, I got nothing there. I got. Nothing. I, I've read that that that's what they're doing with him. I, I haven't read the article, but I, I know that they've been doing that. And also, fun fact: Justin Ramsey, big Brian Black fan. Yeah, he's he also us. on I the saw that um, today. Yeah, he is. He is on the Taco Bell breakfast. Um, the second we had that conversation, Ramsey was in my DMs immediately, being like, "Dude, stop dicking around and just go get it. You'll love it. I promise." He's like, you know, he's like, I'll, I'll give you money if you don't like it. I'll, I'll pay you back. So you guys are on the same wavelength there. So did you, you did gotta, you get it? No, <laughs> I've not gotten I mean, it yet. What are we doing? He's putting I, you, I he's he's putting you on it. He's putting you on it. This is your deloading plan, and he's putting you on it. You're not taking it. It's yeah. like slapping a gift. From I'll get God there eventually. It. Yeah, I'll get there eventually. I just haven't Subordinate. got it yet, but. Yeah, I mean, again, it, whatever whatever they're doing, I hope it works for them. Um, again, I think we're going to get to the time where it's like you're going to start to see some of the relievers kind of wear down, and we've seen it a little bit, um, or, you know, even the starters. So it's like he's going to still be fresh. He's not going six or seven innings if they got him going three and then doing these workouts. I think that's great. And again, That was, yeah, and I think that was, that was part of the article that I really liked, and it sort of touched on the human side of it where, like, the elephant in the room is like, okay, like people are talking about him being a reliever now a little bit. And like he hears that stuff. And like he had, I think, a good quote in there. I don't think I wrote that down, but he did have this to say. And I think what's cool about what they're doing is, and I guess what's cool about him even before that, where he didn't have the extra weight and he didn't have the extra speed is it's giving him the opportunity to focus on his command a little bit. So he had this to say, it's helped my pitch ability tremendously, not being able to get away with misses as much as I could when I was throwing 98. It's been a pretty substantial difference, especially analytically. There were a couple of weeks where I was leading the organization in quality locations and things like that. To go out there and compete my butt off with my C stuff has been really big. Um, so yeah, I think that's just kind of like a cool dynamic that maybe you don't think about where you're coming at it from a weaker perspective, but because you're in the minors and there's a little bit less pressure, you get to work on your stuff a little bit. Brian, as a former player, how does that kind of speak to you? Um, <laughs> I wish I could say that I threw 98 at some point. I was never really one to just blow it by people. So it's kind of, uh, I come from the school of, um, Hey guy who throws 98, why the fuck can't you put the ball over the white thing? Um, so I, you know, in terms of that perspective, which I know you'd love to put me in that corner. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got for you. <laughs> No, it's an interesting approach, and I, I get where he's coming from. Like it's, it's like uh, you see some of the older crafty pitchers, like a Bartolo Colon. I mean, when he was in his uh, later days, like he he in his heyday, he was throwing mid nineties, upper nineties. Like he was getting by with a lot of gas and a lot of movement. But you came to find uh, as his career went on, he just figured out how to pitch. He just learned different ways to get hitters out and keep them off balance and, and throw with movement. And CC Sabathia is another good example of that. And it's, it's not the same example because it's a young pitcher who's, who's got stuff and he's got a lot left in the tank, but um, there's something to be said about that. It's, it's gives you the chance to kind of nibble the corners and think about some of the things that um, you don't necessarily have to cheat to get by or like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I mean by that, but like, yeah, it's, 
um, it, he says it in a way that it's 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 a good thing, and uh, it's it's the kind of thing where once he has it all back together, it's look out. You know, we're waiting for DL to break through and and become what we know he can be. So um, yeah, like speed kinda, speed like his yeah, like speed like his in AAA. It's almost sort of it is almost sort of that extra cushion. Um, so yeah, I mean, like going getting away from that a little bit and focusing more on the refining. Uh, aspects and you know refining his craft i think uh it definitely is a, a good thing so we are wishing the best for dl uh he was uh among those that we were able to get beers with a couple months back and a, a nice dude so rooting for him to uh you know get it all back together anything else on the orioles eric for this weekend um what did i have i feel like i had something to say um oh no not about the orioles but this is this was a cool moment during the uh the Tyler Wells thing at Jimmy's like, obviously we're in the top bar and I, and again, at Jimmy's, they have a billion different things going on. So we're sitting there interview, interviewing Tyler. I'm, I'm asking him the questions and Michael McCrary and, and Mark Viviano and like Quadri smile, just walk right through. And they're like, Hey, sorry boys. And everyone kind of did like a double take and it was like, yes, that's, that's Michael McCrary. That's Quadri smile. They were doing like some Raven um, alumni event in the other room, but I just thought that was kind of funny um, to see people like, Wait a minute. I think that's is that ninety nine. I think is he he's in the Ring of Honor, right? Michael yeah. McCrary. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. I thought Recognizable so, yeah. dude. Um, I feel like if I saw him, like I, I would place that immediately. Yeah, yeah. A couple people were like, I know who that is, but there were a couple of people trying to place him. And again, it's like he's some with you know with Viviano, so they're like, he's somebody. I don't know who. And then yeah, and then it clicked. But um, he, no, I don't know. Again, they're line. just. Yes, oh, very strong jaw, very strong jaw. Still has the good head of hair too, like the curly. Yeah. He always had the curly mop top. Yep. Um, but but real quick too, someone pointed this out to me. This is also I'm very jealous. So we got three against Toronto at home, and then it's like this. I think it's a trip that everybody circled. Brian, I know we talked about it. Nothing ever came of it, but three in Chicago over the weekend. That could that would be. I have some friends going out to that. That would just be the chef's kiss again. They're awesome. Going out to Chicago, Trey. They're all day games too. Two twenty on Friday. That's, I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. Like, ah, we we should have done it. We should have done it. But um, teams. The rest. I mean, again, Cubs. Two versus Tampa. Three versus Seattle. Three for um. Ooh, you know what? That's that's Cincinnati series. Two weeks from today. That could be fun seeing Ellie going out there seeing De La Cruz. That could be fun. And then they have uh, Minnesota. And the All-Star break is not that far away. The All-Star break is less than one month away, the game. That's another thing I guess we could talk about. Adley, the leading um, vote for catchers, which I don't think is very shocking. But um, I was more shocked than Mullins being in 20th. I know he's been hurt for two weeks now. But um, I think Austin Hayes 18. So let's let's pump those uh, – let's flood those ballots a little bit. But no, other than that, again, I mean, you got some – Seattle and Cincy and Minnesota aren't all they're built up to be. Um, I think, again, especially with the Cubs, you got a nice chance to win, you know, 7 out of 11, 8 out of 10, something like that. Just keep stacking these wins and, and you know, go on the all-break with, uh, with again, a nice uh, – 20 games over 500, I th- I'd be okay with that at the all-star break. Just say that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, that is your weekend, uh, I guess, week in Orioles. Eh, I guess we talked some of them a little bit when we did the uh, happy hour, which was uh, a lot of fun. Happy hour live. I think that was like our third or fourth one that we did, uh, and that was a good time. Uh, I think we want to probably 
rope some guests in the next time we do it. I think that was a fun format when we did that for the draft. Uh, you did a good job corralling some people for that, Eric. So, yeah, I think maybe we'll try to do that next time. But uh, this most recent one was great. Uh, and I guess that's all we got on the Baltimore Orioles. And we can move into the Baltimore Ravens a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot here still with minicamp opening tomorrow. A uh, little nugget that did come out, though, via Adam Schefter, sort of randomly to me. Thanks. I don't know if like you were tracking this at all beforehand or if anyone really knew about this, but Kevin Zeitler uh, seeking a new contract. He is going to be a full participant uh, in minicamp, which, like I said, starts tomorrow, but uh, he wants a new deal. Um, and listen, Zeitler, family friend of yours, basically. So how are you feeling about that? <laughs> Why is he a family friend of mine? Didn't you? Wisconsin? Uh, you, no, you and Sarah, didn't you? Uh, you yeah, we, we had a few beers, uh, a couple spotted cows there uh, outside of Soldier Field a couple years ago. Um, yeah, it, it was very out of left field because you, you kind of assume that he's the type to just kind of put his head down. And uh, it's not like he announced it himself, but uh, um, you didn't really expect to hear that from, from him, per se. And it's certainly warranted. I mean, he's played you know, pretty close to out of his mind for us the last couple of years. Uh, we've gotten every single dollar of the, of what we paid him, you know, returned and then some, and so he's right to ask for something. He's, um, you know, he came to Baltimore. I wouldn't say on a prove it deal whatsoever, but, um, it was definitely a, a back nine type of contract for him in his career. And he's certainly shown that he's still got plenty left in the tank and, um, he's probably, a you know, smart to, to try to get a little more out of it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, this definitely would be his last deal that he could sign. And I think he's well within his right to say like, Hey, I want to take, I want to get every last bit, uh, that I can out of my career here from a financial standpoint. Like I, I, I'm not going to be a dick about it necessarily, or at least I don't think he's going to be, he's not going to hold out. Like he said. So, you know, I think it is one of those situations where you're, kind of okay with it from both sides where if you uh, are the Ravens and you say, all right, man, well, we don't really have the space um, to do anything right now. There's that angle of it. And then when you look at it from his point of view, it's like, okay, well, figure it the fuck out because I've played really well the last couple of years and uh, you're going to need me on the offensive line this year. And they certainly are going to, they don't have a ton of depth along the interior there. A little bit of youth, a little bit of uncertainty. So yeah, they, they definitely want a happy and healthy Kevin Zeitler showing up. Uh, and under contract here for the 2023 season at the very least. And I'd be willing to bet that he has at least one more, probably two more good years uh, of football left in him. And uh, Ravens cap space estimated by spot track after 51 is 12 million or so. And then I feel like there is going to be a little bit of a Brian McFarland situation where he comes out and says, well, actually, when you take away this and that, then they've only got like five. And maybe that's not factual. That's just kind of like the vibe that uh, it, it always seems to be here uh, with the spot track sites and whatever it might be. They seem to uh, always get it wrong. And Brian McFarland always seems to get it right. So I'll wait to see what he says on that. But not a ton of room, but enough that if they wanted to extend him, they wanted to make him happy going into the year, they probably could do it. So I'm all in favor of extending him. Yeah, especially what you said, um, speaking to the depth in it, the interior O-line, like that other guard position is so up in the air. <laughs> oh, there goes Buster. Um, it's so up in the air where, um, wow. you know, if, if he goes down, we're in big trouble on that front. Um, so he's in a position of power. He's got the leverage. Um, and like I said, he's smart. He's right to do it. Uh, he's earned it. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's 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 surprising to even hear it 
leak out because even players that you maybe would expect it from who have asked for contracts or trades for the Ravens, that that type of stuff did not get out. Um, and this one did. So I don't know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, God. Love the B-Man. I like his, uh, his harness there. He's kind of swagged out. Yeah, he's, a, he's a classy fella. Yeah, looks like it. Uh, yeah, other only other thing that I really had, it sounds like Kyle Hamilton is going to be playing a little bit more of a traditional safety role this year. So uh, from what you saw last year, and I think even the untrained eye like you and me, Banks, noticed that it was a lot more close to the line of scrimmage stuff. It was a lot more, uh, as, as Buster, just completely alphaing you, trying to get some of that smoothie. Uh, it was a lot of... Uh, a lot of close to the line of scrimmage stuff, a lot of playing nickel, a lot of man-to-man against tight ends, and he was the, the tight end eliminator. Thank you. He was the tight end eliminator, uh, as Spenny would call him, and uh, just a, a great man-match option. But going to be playing more traditional safety now. Uh, he talked about it a little bit. He talked about his new physique a little bit, which uh, I'll leave that to Spenny to get into more of as he is more into uh, uh, the you know examining men's bodies and things of that nature. But uh, Harbaugh had this to say, he's not going to be the nickel per se. He'll be a safety. A traditional safety role is probably not in our defense because we move our guys around. Our safeties are rushing the passer. They're playing linebacker. They're running from the on the line of scrimmage back to the deep middle. We do a lot with those guys. So the fact that he's able to do that really helps us be who we want to be on defense, able to do all of that, I should say. And I do think that is kind of the thing to key in on is defenses for pretty much every team nowadays are so, so multiple. And uh, with what Mike McDonald was doing, it does feel like there's going to be a lot of room for him to play different roles, but it does sound like he is going to be playing a lot more up top, being more of that traditional safety valve. And uh, he has the athleticism for it. I felt like that's more of what he did at Notre Dame. I don't know if you, you would call him a free safety necessarily, but he definitely was sort of that traffic cop uh, up on, uh, you know, the deep side of things. So Banks, uh, he's, he's a Notre Dame guy. I feel like you're a big Hamilton guy. So what are your thoughts on, uh, him for this season? I didn't expect this conversation to be coming so soon, but, um, I, I've kind of put him away in the tickler file as my big breakout 2023 season guy, like the guy who just elevates to the next big thing on this defense. And I don't know that that's a shocker. I don't think I'm alone in that, but I think we saw enough in that rookie year um along with the slight amount of turnover there in the uh in the secondary with chuck clark leaving and all that that he's just set up to do such great things here um and i couldn't be more fired up about it uh he's just such a specimen and you know i like i don't want to encroach on spenny's turf here but i mean you see those pictures maybe three four weeks ago in the group chat there was him at the o's game with with a couple other players and and he just towers over everybody. He's he's just he's freakishly tall for for his position. He made Gunner and, look uh, small. I know. And Gunner, I mean, we we saw that little video that somebody reposted in the chat too. Gunner's no small dude uh, after hitting that walk off for Norfolk last year. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's a he's a specimen. Yeah. Now we're. Uh... <laughs> That's a, a great, a great, whoever tweeted that out from the main account. Good job. Um, I don't know which one he did that, but uh, very nice. I don't know. Yeah, that was. that's a true who could say situation. But uh, Eric, I'm sure you got a ton of takes on the Ravens that you want to fire off here. But just for the sake of Providence, I think we'll, uh, we'll keep things moving here um, and move on into. Uh, I, I do have one, one note. Okay. About the Ravens. Did you see Marlon's video today of Tony Jefferson? In I, the in the facility. No, I just saw Jonas tweeted him uh, walking in, and I didn't know that it was a Marlon video. I didn't get the chance to click on it, so uh, maybe should He's, I watch it in real Tony, time? Tony, 
Tony Jefferson is like walking towards Marlon and he's like, come on, man. Like, let me get a hug. Let me get a hug. And Marlon just keeps going like, nah, you a coach now. Like you're up. You're up. Like we, you know, you're like the enemy. We can't be doing that. So it's pretty funny. It's a very Marlon movie. Like video. That's interesting. That's an interesting dynamic dynamic because it's always Marlon. It feels like trying to get the, get some love or whatever it might be from his teammates on his Instagram videos. And now it's the other way around. Tony Jefferson also, yeah. uh, you know, more on this in a little bit, but Tony Jefferson looking very much like a dad with those glasses in that video, mm-hmm. looking very yep. wise, Lester Freeman ish, uh, which is great. Design. Yeah. It's a good look. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's all we got on the Ravens. Now we get into our grab bag a little bit. Other sports, you know, you're all over it, Brian. U.S. Open, Los Angeles Country Club. Give me your thoughts. I got live from on uh, Golf Channel as we speak. Uh, I'm so fired up about it. Obviously, last week we dove deep into uh, the golf stuff on the happy hour, so go back and listen to that if you feel so compelled. But, um, yeah, it's 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 cool to have the idea that, hey, we're all going to get back together here. And there's a lot of animosity and, and a lot of people trying to dunk on people and, and try to claim victories um, within that whole process. But this week is just about the golf and it's about the course. And this course has not been featured really for a major tournament of almost any variety. I think they played a Walker Cup there a, a, a few years ago. But everything I'm reading, researching, seeing about this golf course is just phenomenal. It's it's like Riv on steroids, and that's one of the best courses to watch every year. Um, there's some interesting wrinkles. It's some stupid long par three at 290 yards. There's a stupid short par three at as short as 92 yards on the uh, scorecard, uh, depending on where they put the tee box on a given day. Um, and three par – or five par threes. So this is – people are talking about this being like the best collection of par threes you're ever going to see on a golf course. And um, – Soup to nuts, like U.S. Open is just awesome. It's just one of the best weeks of the year, and and I expect this week to be no different. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really fired up too. I've been watching some of those videos on it that I think you mentioned there, and it's been uh, been really cool to to dig into. And uh, it's in like a really big major metro area, which is another thing that I think you don't always get with these uh, major championships. But uh, I think it's cool where guys get there and you listen to some podcasts and people are talking about like the local local flavor and. Beverly Hills is where a lot of these people are staying. And it's like, man, that's kind of cool. Like when you talk about like a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, which they had a couple of years ago, that's up in Carmel. It's away from everything. It's kind of a golf seclu- a golf area, exclusively almost, very secluded. I like the the major metro areas one. We got it last year too with Boston, which was really cool. And uh, like last year, there was a lot of live uh, stuff percolating and Brooks, Brooks was kind of getting grilled in his media session right before he was about to leave. And then, like you said, it all just dissipated and we got to watch – an amazing Sunday with Matt Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris battling it out and uh, Fitz coming away with the victory there. So, you know, I think there is going to be a lot of talk with the uh, the merger or whatever you want to call it this week, especially with what came out today and how there is going to be the senatorial subcommittee sort of putting that uh, deal under the knife and we'll see if it goes through, in fact. And that seems like maybe not a great development for those who want it to go through. But, uh, yeah, that's all kind of a we'll see, and uh, let's sit back and watch some golf uh, this weekend. Eric, where, where's kind of your pulse with it as a, a little bit more of a casual golf fan? I'll definitely tune in because, um, again, I, I was out all, all last weekend, so I'm not going out anywhere this weekend. Um, so I'll, I'll, be, I'll definitely be watching. I'll be paying attention to it. Um, again, not, not as in-depth as, as you guys are, but, again, I've seen the, like, 
they're, they're, I mean, they're the best. It's like you walk over, drop the the, the ball into the rough or, you know, the, whatever they call it, super insane rough where you just can't see anything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely give it a watch. I told you, I've been watching more golf videos. I can't stop watching those, those sports. Mm. I, I, the, the videos are just incredible. So I'm slowly getting back into it. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch and and, and see uh, see what happens this weekend. So. Yeah, they, they say that this course in particular is like the most expensive uh, plot of land in, in golf, just relative mm. to the zip code that it's in. And you're going to see yeah. the skyline of Los Angeles. We didn't really get that with Boston last year, but uh, you're going to be able to see some iconic things like off the tee boxes and elevated part threes and that type of thing. Yeah, there's, really cool. there's that little section of like LA. They don't have a ton of uh, skyscrapers because of like city ordinances, I think. But there's that like they have like pockets of skyscrapers. Uh, and I'm trying to see what what like little pocket of skyscrapers is right next to it. It might be like Studio City or something like that. Um, that's like very close by. There's like one of the tee boxes lines up and you can like perfectly see it. So that's going to be a really cool shot uh, by NBC, who I think has it this week. Uh, so yeah, looking for looking forward to it very much. I think it's going to be uh, going to be a great national championship, like it always is. So that's what we got on that. Are you guys tracking these game fives at all that are coming up? We've got uh, hockey tomorrow. Banks, I'm sure you're all over that. How are we on this NBA series? I, I haven't followed like any NBA playoffs this year. I mean, NBA has been fun. I've watched I've watched some of the games. Um, Jokic is incredible to watch. He's very he's a very fun player to watch. Uh, again, I mean, not I'm not the biggest NBA guy, but, and no, and also Nuggets heat isn't really like, it's not Celtics Lakers or anything like that, but it's been, they've, they've been good games. Um, most of the games have been good. And again, Butler's exciting to watch, but I've, I've paid more attention to basketball than I have uh, hockey. I watch some of the hockey, but not, not much. Mm. Brian can't say I've watched know. a lot of basketball either. It's the, <clears throat> the heat have just kind of like, just tore through the playoffs like they they just ripped through all the good storylines more or less and they brought us to this nba finals that is not really doesn't really have a lot of juice and uh you know the nuggets did a little bit of the same in the west uh they're just i think the heat are just out of gas they uh they i mean Mm -hmm. between going to seven against boston when it looked like they were going to sweep them and i mean just having to play the play-in just to get into the tournament at all you know they're just they're toast. And so uh, the Nuggets are just kind of feasting off of that. Mm, love it. Yeah, well, those are your uh, your your generic uh, NBA and NHL takes. <laughs> if we, I feel like if we had Spenny, like Spenny can dish on any sport. Uh, so that's maybe we'll reserve that for him next time. But uh, ready to get into hot takes if you guys are. All right, you guys ready for this? Because I have not even teased it whatsoever. Let me uh, let me pause you for one second there to let you know that hot takes are brought to you as always by Black Eyed Susan Spice Co., our absolute favorite hot sauce on the market, and not to mention a small local startup just like us, which is great. Try their small batch, ultra unique, many-time award-winning hot sauces and dry rubs today. They're from Maryland. They proudly wave the best state flag in the country while supporting all of our state's teams. Go to blackeyedspices.com and use the code EXIT52 at checkout to receive 10% off. That's blackeyedspices.com and discount code EXIT52 for 10% off. They've got uh, something else, too. You can go ahead, Banks. I'm going to see if I can pull this up, what me and Sebastian were talking about. This is this is gonna shock you, all right? Okay. So, the first, I'm I'm just gonna speak it. 
if you go to Pickles and then an Orioles game and then back to Pickles, enjoy quite a few adult beverages, I would highly recommend not getting on a scooter mm. to go home. Oh, oh no, I didn't. Hear, I haven't heard this part. Oh, no, you haven't. Nobody has really heard about it outside of a, a select few. Um, yeah, I would not recommend. Um, there's a reason why I didn't make it to Jimmy's last night. It's because I spent most of my Saturday evening in the emergency room. Oh. Yep. And I'm drinking what? a milkshake here, not a smoothie. Um, my jaw's all sore, but that's by far the least of my worries. You ready for this? Uh, oh, God. I don't know if I am ready. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 Oh. no. <clears throat> Oh no! Yeah, I've got a That's zipper awful. on my head. A zipper? It's it's more or less a zipper. I have thirteen staples on the top of my dome. Oh Jesus! What the fuck happened? I took a spill off a scooter and landed on my head. On the back of your head? Something of the sort. Yeah. You were moving forward. Not on the front. <laughs> uh, can't really speak to it. Were you riding it backwards? Not too proud. Uh, I'm gonna. I gotta tell you the the collision. Not exactly sure. So, <laughs> yeah, let's wow. maybe get an Uber that's, next time. That's scary. Yeah, no, correct. Correct. So, uh, my spicy take is to uh, just just be responsible out there after you've had a few. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's that's a really good hot take. I, I, in fact, I wish it was so standardized that it wasn't a hot take. But I feel like you're probably not the first person that that's happened to. No, probably not. Okay, I, I don't even think I could. I don't think I have one. I feel like you kind of you did me in there. You I wasn't me. really sure how I was going to approach that one. I was thinking about making Staples my uh, my Nick Caner medley, um, hmm. but I, I just have a, a better Nick Caner medley than that. So I could tell I there was I could tell there was stick. something going on with you. I'm very good at this. I have a very good spotty sense. Yeah, I mean, how often do I not wear a hat on the podcast? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel I feel upstaged. <laughs> Eric, Eric, do you have one? I don't. I have nothing. I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't know. I I, I got no. No need to I'm force been, it. Let's I'm, turn this into let's turn this into a brand synergy with Black Eyed Spices Co. We're doing a public service announcement. If you've had a few beers, even just a few, buzz driving is drunk driving. Even if it's on a scooter, get an Uber. In particular, be careful with those orange crushes, the canned ones that they sell at the yard. Oh, why are you drinking those? What are you doing? That's that's yeah, that's a, that's an issue. The smash, yeah, and the smash, orange smashes. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yep. Those are they'll catch up to you. Evidently, that's why I stick with good old Bud Light. Yeah, next thing you know, you're at you're at Pickles, um, hammered, talking to Melanie Newman and Jeff Jeff Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> and and realizing like in the moment that you're just you're just in slideshow mode just you know like, oh, just I, could, I could see it the second you came over with us i was like oh he is it's like he is yeah, gone i had that moment where i'm like oh i'm fucked up and i'm speaking straight garbage and it's like okay okay i gotta get that i gotta get the train back on the tracks here yeah let's, let's just <laughs> try to i got over and i was like i'm out yeah let's just try to <laughs> land the plane here and uh it sounds like he didn't so um no too no. bad 
Well, that's, yeah, that's wild, man. I hope you feel better. Concussion? Tell the truth. Apparently not. CT scan was uh, was clear. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad. You, you came you through asked it. me who the president was. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say? <laughs> who is your president? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that is... Uh, those yeah, are- that, they, they asked me who the president was. And I said, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, good point. Yeah. How much time you got? Um, de- are we counting the dead people votes or no? Yeah, are we counting the uh, the the firebombed ballots in Wisconsin, Jared Mankin currently? But you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, with the uh, the courts, but uh, yeah, that, okay, that's hot takes. I think you you upstaged us there. Good public service announcement uh, to everyone. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Anyone watching on YouTube, by the way, too, you can go and uh, see Banks' wound on the back of his head and uh, all of his staples that he's got in there. So shout out to Staples and shout out to his family. Uh, Starting five, presented by Fed Thrill Sunglasses. Eric, you had the idea for this. I thought it was a very good one. How about you walk us through it? Yeah, so again, obviously Father's Day coming up this weekend. Um, and and again, everyone has, you know those things that your dad does, or if you're a dad, you do them. It's, I, how, did I, how did I write it? How did I say it? Um, things, I think it's just dad things. Like, let me see how exactly I wrote it because I can't remember. You said uh, starting five of the biggest dad moves. Yeah, just biggest dad moves. I also Googled big dad moves and it was just big daddy quotes and, and oh, videos. And I was course. like, ah, yeah. probably got to reword that. But yeah, just everyone's dad has shit that they do that you're just like, what What are we doing? Like, what are you doing? So I figured that was a good one with Father's Day coming up uh, on, on this weekend to, to pay homage to. Or others. Oh, oh, Brian, I meant to take a picture. Tyler Wells' fiance's parents came last night, and his dad was wearing a her dad was wearing a jersey that said Jimbo 69 on the back. It was an Orioles customized jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to take a picture and send it to send it to you to send to Pops, but I thought that wow. was pretty good. Yeah, big Sounds like a great Pops. Mm, very nice. All right, how are we doing the, uh, the draft order? Gonna random yeah sure i won't i'm not gonna do it this time all right here and um number am i doing random number generator i've never i'm done just gonna before. spin the wheel yeah spin the wheel I've i'm gonna done. do ran- the random wheel random wheel jet spinner this is how we pick our softball lineups now too mm. fantastic um let me see <clears throat> eric jake Brian. All right, we're going to spin it. Whoever, correct? Yep, go for it. And that is that is me. All right, you're first. All right, come on. Let me get it. Come on. Yep, I'm first. And here we go. You can hear it spinning. It looks like it is Brian, number two. Mm-hmm. All right, Jake, bringing up the rear. I understand, as always. Uh, I like that website because at the top it says we stand with Ukraine. Oh, I love that. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All righty. Big Daddy so again, best dad, Best dad things, biggest dad things, things that dads do. Um, I, I'm, I'm just going to take it. I think it's a safe one. 
and I'm gonna I don't know I don't think it's combining naps slash resting my eyes. Mm. My dad is a big like I'm not sleeping I'm just resting my eyes. Meanwhile, he's snoring half in the third inning of the Orioles game while I'm trying to watch it. Um, yeah, we're just going naps. You can nap anywhere. It doesn't matter time, day, event, location. If they're, you know, they don't even have to be like lying down. They can be just sitting up in a chair. They're going to take an, I've also found that to be true as a father. I can, I'm now finding myself in like, I could nap for like 20 minutes right now and it would be great. So I was going to say, you're the, uh, you're the only dad of this group. So this is going to be interesting. I think the dad, the dad's definitely, we, we find our way to take naps. Mm. So that's <clears throat> yeah, a good, it's a point and number one. <clears throat> it's a worthy one, one pick. I agree. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think I had, I had a form of that on mine. I'm going to delete it. Cause I don't want to overlap. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, second up, uh, I'm just going to take, uh, yeah, it's another chalky pick. It's been a little bit maybe overplayed on the internet, but it is what it is. It's there for a reason. Stereotypes a lot of times exist for reasons. I'm going with the, uh, just wearing the Nike Air Monarch Force. Mm. It's yeah, they've got the reputation they do for a reason. And, uh, I think if we have to really supplement the pick, I'm going to say own multiple pairs of it. Um, yeah, that's what so what I had for it was ah. mid-calf white socks with the Air Monarchs, and then you get a shit ton of grass sure. stains on them. You shit ton of what? And the mid-calf white socks. Gra- grass stains grass all stains. up and down your white calf, yeah. mid-calf socks. And then the- so that's where I was like considering like maybe I want to make this another pick. Maybe I don't, but like I'll just let it fly. Right. Um, yeah, whole, having multiple pairs because one is your lawn mowing pair. Right. Definitely. So. Okay. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two very chalk picks. I think uh, you could have swapped either one of those out for the first pick, and uh, I wouldn't have argued with it. So I like those a lot. Uh, for me, hmm, a lot of good ones here. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I've been talking about this a little bit lately, actually, and uh, it's it makes sense for today because we finally got rain after a while. Uh, saying, <laughs> Lord knows we needed it when it finally rains after a while. He's, he's said that today. He loves yeah. that pick so much. Yeah, so, somebody like you know, it starts to rain. They they're just like looking out the windows, just you know, deep in thought. Lord knows we needed this. So he's he's giggling as he puts that pick in. Oh, I, I'm running this up to the commissioner. You guys don't even don't even know. Lord knows we needed it when it finally rains. I had the I had exact same quote. Yeah, or, man, we needed this. Yeah, we needed this. Um, okay. Another one, this might, uh, this is an interesting one. Um, well, let's see. I got a lot here. Uh, saying it's illegal to have the overhead light on in the car at night while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. It's just, yeah. there's no way that's true. This It just can't be factual. I don't even know why they're that opposed to it, but they just, they say it every time. It's it's funny too because JoJo will ask me to turn on the light and I'll say that I'll be like no we can't because the police will come, so it's it's, it's come full circle. It's funny. Mm. It's funny. That's a good one though. It's true. It's very true. Um, this is me now. Uh, it's Brian. No, it's back to me. Um, oh, I'm just gonna take. Uh, Beating you at things for much longer than they should. 
something along those lines. Like my old man just put a beating on me in golf. Just like, even though I'd shoot lower, uh, not playing with him than when I did, it's just that mental, that the mental upper hand that they just always have. Hmm. They just, they, they've got the, uh, they've got domain over you at all times. Don't they? Correct. Generally speaking, Jimbo still takes it to me on the golf course. Jimbo's and a player, though. I mean, getting, he's you know getting it out. I'm I'm out driving him by 75, 80 yards every time, and well, he's still giving me the business. That short game needs a little bit of work, my friend. Yeah, not to call you out. It's fair, Eric. All righty. Um. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one. Not remembering your friends' names. That's a good one. My like my dad specifically. Like we will have me or my sister will have like, you know, our f- best friend from high school coming over, and he'll go, "Who? Who? I don't I don't I don't know I don't know who that is." It's like we've quite literally known them for 20 years, and you know this, and they've been over here several times. He does it with my sister more than me. I think he, I think dads just do it the fuck around. Like I think they I think it's just like a fun they think it's like a funny joke and it's not funny at all. Um so yeah, I I'll go with just straight up forgetting friends or acquaintances names. Mm. That's I don't good know. One. I don't yeah, know. I, if I, that's didn't, something. I didn't have that one, but now that you now that you mention it, yeah, that's that's a good one. So I got that one. Um and this next one um Saying some dumb shit to like a waiter or waitress or like a worker somewhere out, like if you're at like a like a grocery store and something doesn't scan and they're like, oh, I guess I guess that's free. Like, oh, I see. You know, you f- I see you something, found that just twi- something dumb like that. I see you found that Twitter account too. Or, with the total dad moves. Yeah, yeah, I was scrolling. I was scrolling through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, like my, I mean, my dad does that stuff all the time, like with a waiter or waitress, like. Yep. You know, he doesn't, he's never on the like, oh, hi guys. Like, hi, I'm, I'm Brenda. I'm your waitress. Oh, hi, Brenda. I'm hungry or something like that. It's, it's those like just dumb little quips that, the, uh, that you're just like, what? It's, what dad joke. it's funny. My dad, did, yes, my, yeah. my, my dad's like not a super gregarious, like outgoing guy. So like, I never had that. My mom is that person. And like, rather than, um, yeah, tell him to shut up. I'm sure that'll, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, my mom is more that person. And rather than like joke around, she just like gives people like our life story. So we'll be talking to like a cashier, like, you know, giant or something. And then, you know, they're hugging by the time that we leave. So that's a, that's a Mary Luke move for sure. But yeah, no, that's, that's a good pick, Eric. Like I, like I said, I saw that one and I thought it was a good one. Um, Brian, it sounds like, uh, the B man, uh, has some takes, but it's, uh, your turn again. It is my turn. Um, I'm going to take sneezing loudly. Uh, my father in particular is a big, ah, chew. It's like very, very much the word. What is that? Onomatopoeia? Like he's the it sounds like it. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a staple. That's a classic. Uh, that's I'm, good. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Just dad sounds in general. That's, that's definitely one of them. Uh, third round, my last. The, or my third round pick, I should say. What do we got here? I'm going to go with being vehemently opposed to getting a dog and then becoming best friends with it as soon as you finally get one. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. That's just the most like fucking dad thing of all time. Like they all do it. They all are like, oh man, who's going to take care of it? Like, I don't want all that to fall to me. And then he's just, they're wrapped around the dog's paw within 24 hours. So it's so true. Yeah, that's that's very good. Being vehemently posting a dog and then becoming best friends <laughs> with it immediately. Type it out. I do. Yeah. This is this this is you know great production work on my end. I hope you guys appreciate it. Okay, fourth round pick. I will open it with. Uh, da, 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 da. This is great radio. Uh, texting K. Hmm. <laughs> That's the the K thing. Like that, that really took on a different meaning for our generation that they just don't understand. And uh, it's not just dads. Like moms will do this too. They just you know they're they're big on texting K, not realizing that in our mm -hmm. generation that basically means like yeah fuck, you. like that that kind of thing. It's the most, like, most passive aggressive response there is. Yeah, but to them it's just. Like, I've yeah. always said that the it's a conversation ender. Like if you're talking to someone or like you're got, you're kind of arguing and you hit them with a K, it's like, all right, we're, we're like done. That's yeah, it's, it. The final it's feet on site. Yeah. It's, for me. Yes. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah. I, I, that is a good one though. I like that. Now that I think about it though, they just, you could even make it a more overarching, like just texting something that just doesn't really connect with the, the I don't know how, how our generation tends to speak over text. Yeah. Things, things, you know, have changed a little bit in, in terms of human communication and they, uh, let's just say they missed that train. They're still standing on the platform a couple stops back. Yeah. Brian. I'm going to take answering the phone with yellow. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Those are facts. Yellow. Yep. I like that. Coming up with so many more, just just as we're talking. There's a, there's yeah, a so. lot of there's a lot of really good ones. Like I'll I'll be interested to see who uh, who wins this one. Who's it now? Back to is it back to me? Yep, you're snaking four and five. All right, all righty. These are my last two. Yep. Hmm. All right, this this one, and I was hoping that you weren't going to elaborate on the K. I have not knowing how to text. Like, I have multiple texts from my dad where he said something, and he'll be like, the Orioles are playing well, and then I'll get a text that says, George Costanza, we're back, baby, gif. <laughs> uh, he typed that into the search bar, but it wasn't – like, he wanted – he doesn't know how to send gifts. I, I don't – because I send him gifts. My dad so doesn't even know what a gif is. So I, like, that's... No, no. But I think that he thinks if he types it in that it'll, like, auto-populate. So, like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out from the account. I got to find it again. George but I literally have – it just says, um, George Costanza, we're back, baby, gif, which cracks me up. And it's – like, I know he didn't do it on purpose because that would be the funniest thing of all time if he did. Um but like I won't loop that into like not knowing how to text. Like I'll I'll have to text his friends. Like if I'm like, hey, I'm going on the radio tonight. Like here's the link. He'll be like, how do I send this? And I'm like, what do you just? What do you mean you copy and paste it? And he doesn't understand that. Um, sending pictures is insane. Yeah. You know what he 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 doesn't have like my dad and this is probably a bunch of dads does not have any apps on his phone. So 
like if I post a picture of Joe on Facebook, he'll take a picture of the computer <laughs> with his phone and be like, oh, here's a picture of JoJo. And it's like, why don't you just get the app, the Facebook app that a billion other people have? And and that it's kind of looped in with other technology. And again, this may just be my dad. He, if he's online, I've said it on here before, if he's online and he'll be on YouTube, whatever he's done watching, he will completely exit out of the Internet Explorer Safari webpage and then open a, it up again, a whole new browser, not a new tab. He, and then and then he'll go to Google and then he types YouTube to Google and then he clicks on the link to get to YouTube. It's insane. And again, it's so funny that I'm like, if this is a bit, it's incredible, but it's not like it's just a dad not knowing what to do. So being, I, I don't know if we want to say like lacking knowledge in technology or just being bad at technology, but yeah, it's, it's not it's even kind like of all it, that's one. like, I think texting and social media is the one to zero in on. Cause my dad's actually pretty good with technology um, to an extent. Like he's a little bit more like it savvy even than me. But when it comes to like this kind of stuff, like he is on another planet. Like he just has no idea. So, <laughs> right? It's not. It's well, not that bad. Thing. We'll he, he can work Facebook and chill. If like I, that, if I don't put the podcast on my Facebook, he'll go. So you guys didn't record this week? Like no episode? Like no, we did. I just, I just haven't posted it. And he's like, oh, I, I didn't see it on there. He also thinks podcasts are live. Yeah, then he, he's, he doesn't he's, understand. He, the then he's like, what is a podcast? Like, is that like, is that like the radio? How do you guys make money off that? Well, well, I'll go like, oh, I'm, we're doing the podcast. And he'll go, oh, how can I listen to it? I said, tomorrow when everybody else can. And then he'll be like, oh, it's live? And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, So, again, just being awful with technology. But uh, uh, right, So that, that'll that, be mine. That, that tickled me. I got to give, give give that to you. That's a, that's a good one. I know. You're like giddy. You're, you're, you're definitely giddy. Yeah. Um, where, or what's my last one? I got a couple different ones. Um, Uh, leaving events early to quote unquote beat traffic. Yeah. Okay. Like, sure. yeah. I've gone to my dad with I've gone with my dad to Orioles games in the last maybe five or six years. Again, when they haven't been very good, and like I'll drive and he'll be it'll be like the top seven. It'll be like all right, so you know it'll be like a three two game or three three tied up, and he'll be like we, we almost ready to go. And I'm like why? And he's like you know we get out of here before traffic, and it's like dad, there's eight thousand people here them walked here like, we're not getting caught in anything like i remember the days when we like when i would go his office had season tickets and in, in the 96 season so we went to like the 96 alcs um and obviously there's 45,000 50,000 people in the area so yeah, that that may be one where you leave early but i'm like that's that the orioles are 18 and 77 like they're the only people here we don't have to leave early to to beat traffic so He's a big, you know, let's, let's get out of here at the bottom, you know, maybe in bottom six at the end of six, he'll sneak up like, you guys almost ready? <laughs> like, no, no, like absolutely not. So he's a big one. But again, I'm sure that's another big uh, dad thing. Just getting out of anywhere to quote unquote beat traffic. Good one. I uh, Jimbo is a staunch stay till the end of the game guy. No, Andre's like, the same way. Almost almost like the opposite but the point is that they are they're just absolutely married to their principles my dad is that way like for sporting events but when it comes to like church or something he'll start you know he'll start grabbing oh, the collar yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit looking around like that kind of thing which you know we all of us except our mom are like that so they're 
There was a game, I, I, I'm looking it up as you were talking about it. Um, in 2001, uh, Eric Chavez knocked in eight runs as the Athletics pounded Baltimore 15 nothing on a Thursday night to cap a three-game sweep. And we stayed till the very end. I think Oakland put up a 10 spot in the first inning. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that's, that is commitment right there. That's a game I, re- I specifically remember sticking out. Eric Chavez, <laughs> eight great. RBIs. That's just By the way, again, th- this is this is kind of into the conversation. Talking to my dad about the birdbath game, you know, I was like, "Oh, how was it?" And I was naming people who went. I said, "You know, Brian's dad went." I said, "Jimbo was there. You could have come." I said, "We could have sat you <laughs> next to him." And he goes, "He did the like, I don't, I don't want to sit there and get wet. I don't know. I don't oh, care. Man. I don't want to. You know, there was a one hour. A game. There was a one hour twenty two minute rain delay in this game, and we stuck it and out. And you stayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the difference in our dads. Mm. He's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to get wet. And then I showed, I showed him Jimbo going nuts on on baseball, you know, on MLB Network. Could have been you, but oh, that yeah, that's that's funny that you guys stuck it out. We would have been was, gone. We would have been gone before the rain even came. It was, it was with a month left in Cal Ripken's career. So okay, there's a little something. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, but yeah, that's good. Ryan, fifth rounder. Uh, I got a couple things on between here, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with paying either maybe not so much paying with exact change, but paying in extra change so they get a dollar back or a full five dollar bill back or, or something of the sort. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like a yeah, like yeah, if yeah. something costs eight dollars and seven cents, he'll pay the extra nickel and two pennies so he gets. He'll pay ten dollars and seven cents, so he gets two full yeah, dollar yeah. bills back. That's a huge dad move. Paying extra yeah. change to get a full dollar back—that's what I wrote. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm not familiar with your game. Last one. I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Last one. Uh, I'm surprised this one didn't get taken, uh, but Mister Irrelevant. Um, ask your mother. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hey, go ask your mother. Yeah. It's the ultimate cop out, and uh, sometimes you know you, you try to pull a fast one on them. Say I already asked her; she told me to ask you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a classic dad Back move. Into a corner. Yep. I knew enough to ask my mother from the jump, anyways. Where if I was asking my father, he knew that was my go around, and yes, you get the ask your mother right there. Yep. Okay. So. Ask your mother. The final pick of this draft. I feel like that was a that was a good one to end on. Yeah. First honorable mention. Is don't tell your mother. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, flashlight. Yeah. I wanted to take this one at one point, but flashlight on the menu in the restaurant when it's dark, and they get the the reading glasses like perched all the way down their nose. Or not back. going right. to the restaurant I, because it's dark. I, I jumped the gun, but run it run it through, and then we'll do more. Watching World War Two documentaries. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Tweeting almost exclusively from an iPad in public. Yeah, for sure. That's a big dad move. Yeah. yeah. They're they're worried about their IP address getting banned. So who, who would ever do that? Yeah. Having like a different like Twitter like display name because you're afraid that you'll get got. That's a big dad move. Uh, Spending no. time in the garage. That's one that I had. We don't even have a garage here, but we used to. And uh Andre liked spending time in there. This basement yep. for my old man. Yeah, basement. It's more here you get more of the basement, um, but it's we have kind of a sparse basement. It's more just like doing 
workbench shit down there and uh, things yeah. of that nature. In, in that line, in going to Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't for not, wasn't for my old man, but yeah, not not mine. But I get it. It's the dad thing. Yeah, my dad's big. Go to the Home Depot. Go to the dump kind of guy. Like just get rid of shit and then pick new shit up. Baseball cards. Yeah. As Eric, as Eric knows very yeah, well. Yeah, Eric, that's another dad move right there. Collecting baseball cards. It's my birthday party last bring, year. Just turned into Eric, Eric, and my dad opening baseball cards the whole time. Just, just ripping, <laughs> ripping snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what the whole party had devolved into. It was just they're just, just drink, and drinking beers. Yeah, just Jimbo and Eric, packs. Jimbo and Eric, and a couple Bud Heavies just fucking having the time of their life in the corner of the room. Yeah, um, pretty much. This is kind of this is open real estate for a lot of people, but making turkey sandwiches after Thanksgiving dinner. I feel like they're always all over that. <laughs> leftovers in general, they I get, would say. Is they get right of first refusal. Yeah, leftovers. Making sandwiches is also really general, but it, I feel like it kind of hits it. Yeah. Getting to the airport four hours early. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this was this was yeah. one. I don't know if you guys had this, but glancing over at you when you're watching an old movie together to make sure that you're enjoying it, because like it, it was a movie that they <laughs> liked when they were younger. So like they, and then they'll ask you what you thought of it at the end, and I always say I liked it. I didn't really have a choice yeah. as to whether I liked it or not. So yeah, they all hit though. Yeah, I don't know if this is a dad guy thing or an IT guy thing, but my dad calls computers machines. Calling a computer a machine. <laughs> Uh, no. I, I I mean I was like the Tony Kornheiser. What is he? He calls the computer the Google machine. Yeah, sure. Dad used to always crack me up. Dad sure. seemed like a dad thing. Yeah, like yeah, get on the old uh, the old Google machine. Uh, calling it Tarjay. Tarjay, yeah, that's big. Yeah, Chipotle. That's my a lot of he goes. Yeah. Well, let's go to Chipotle. Also yeah. true. It's like yeah. my mother does that. And too. again, I think that falls into the same thing as like with the the friend's name. It's like you know the right thing to say. Just say it. Like it's not hard. Just say the name. Mm. Mm. That's all I had for honorable yeah, I've, got, I've got a couple. Go for it. Constantly checking the air conditioner in the summer, checking mm -hmm. to see if they forgot to close the close the garage door after you've left somewhere. Yeah. My dad's a one for my dad. Um, butt dials. That again, that may fall in the technology. I get butt dialed by my dad maybe twice a week. <laughs> And then, and then you hit him with the call back, and then you go, hey, what's up? You know, you called me. I didn't call you. You called me. And then you have to explain to him that the phone was live in his pocket for like a minute and a half. Um, so, I had dad, dad jokes in general. The Costanza thing. I'm yeah, just, this is good. I, this is gold. I mean, we have to tweet it. It's incredible. Yeah. And again, it's, I'm tweeting it's it out so right funny now. because, <laughs> like, that would be just a funny thing to do in general, but he doesn't know what he's doing, so it makes it that much better. But it's so good. I am going to start doing that, just tweeting out, like, Denzel Washington shaking head gif, something like that. Like, good. Um, I, had, I had dad jokes, obviously. Hanging checks. My dad, my dad has, has been known to pay with checks at a grocery store, like, yeah. as recently as, like, three weeks ago. And the the look on the people's faces behind him when they realize what he's doing is like, what are we doing? You know, what is going can't on? Can't believe that's a thing that you can do. Yeah, yeah. I they got it. They I'm sure they'll get rid of it soon. Oh, he's like, yeah, it's like he's big. Like I don't want to go. I don't want to pay with my credit card. I'll pay with cash. 
So like we go to the Orioles game and I'm like, it's cashless. And he's like, well, I guess we're not eating. It's like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And then my, my last one asking if you've seen Goodfellas. Every time Goodfellas is on, my dad like will call me or text me. Or um, oh, what's the other one? Um, A Few Good Men. Yeah. Have you seen this? Have you seen this movie? It's a great movie. Eric, you great seen movie. This, I'm like, yeah, good, this guy Jack Nicholson. I've seen. Yeah, I'm like, is this? Oh, they, oh yeah, Tom Cruise. Like, yes, Dad, I, I've seen it before. But that's a big like. Have you seen like same thing around Memorial Day, all that stuff? And he knows I haven't seen Band Brothers, and he's like, you, you gotta sit down and watch it. You gotta, you gotta sit down and watch it. It's like, oh, I don't have nine hours to just power through a series, Dad. Like, you should, you should find this. Oh, it's pretty, it's oh, pretty it's, fucking good. You, you oh, should watch it. You gotta. <laughs> Watch but then he'll try and get me to watch clips on YouTube. That's another thing. No, Saying watch that Eric. You watch the show. Watch uh, watch Generation Kill. David Simon joint. It's got Ziggy Zabaka um, in it. It's got uh, Alexander Skarsgård. David Simon. Yeah, Iraq War. So a little bit more of your speed. What my dad will do is go on YouTube and watch episodes of The West Wing, even <laughs> shout though shout out to Taylor Smythe, a streaming service that shows it. He'll go, yeah, I'm watching it on YouTube. <laughs> and it's just an old grainy like video. <laughs> so again, that just file that into the technology thing. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. So that's that's so those are all the honorable mentions I have though. Okay. That was a good starting five. So we had Eric uh in the first round with naps slash resting my eyes. Resting my eyes, I think it was kind of crucial to include that. Uh Brian, his first pick was Air Monarchs. My first pick was saying, Lord knows we needed it when it finally rains. Uh, I snaked around with saying it's illegal to have the overhead light on the car, on in the car at night uh, to start the second round. Brian in the second takes beating you with things for much longer than they should. So kind of a dad strength thing there. Uh, Eric has not remembering your friend's names in the second round, which is kind of a sneaky good pick I hadn't thought of. Uh, Eric snakes back with saying dumb shit to a waiter or waitress, which is good. Brian in the third round takes sneezing loudly, kind of falls into the dad sounds category. Uh, in the third round, I finished with being vehemently opposed to getting a dog and then becoming best friends with it immediately. Uh, fourth round, I take texting K to open up the proceedings. Brian takes answering the phone with yellow, so two phone ones there in a row. Three phone ones in a row uh, with Eric saying not knowing how to text, uh, which kind of it, it dovetailed into the full technology conversation. Last round, we got Eric taking leaving events early to beat the traffic, Brian taking paying extra change to get a full dollar back, and me closing out the draft with Ask Your Mother. Good draft. Good starting five. Yeah. Agreed. And there's probably a lot more we're not even thinking of. Yeah. That was that was a good that was a really good one. Nice, nice thinking. That's there. gonna get a lot of buzz. People share. Share your uh, your dad moves. I'm sure they're gonna be pretty personal to you, but I'm going to tweet this I'm out, sure too. Gonna I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna, they're going to be funny all the same. We're going to be better about um, tweeting this out, too. Let me, yeah, I've got the uh, the spreadsheet and everything all done. So we'll tweet this out, and you guys can uh, go and vote on who you think won, obviously me, and then, um, yeah, so share your favorite dad moves, too, when we tweet the episode out. So uh, that is almost an episode. Before we get out of here, how about we do some Maryland Nicator Medley Men of the Week, Man of the Week, whatever it might be. Brian, how about you start us off? Just going to give it to Matt Swope. Um, I feel like it's an easy one to me. News got announced today. Rob Vaughn moving along to Alabama. Thank you for your service. Um, good set of years here as, as Maryland baseball's head coach. Uh, but there could be no other man to step into the role. And uh, to be honest, um, he probably, probably deserved to be in the role five, six years ago. You can't complain with how things went for Rob Vaughn. But 
Matt Swope, it's been in the stars for him to be Maryland head baseball coach for a long time. Um, he's going to be a program lifer. I can't imagine him going anywhere else to coach baseball program. He's been a part of this, this program that's been built up, um, having been a player in the early OOs, but um, more so in the modern day when uh, as they've transitioned to uh, really a force in, in college baseball, despite there being plenty of reasons for them not to be. I mean, the stadium there is not really exceptional whatsoever. Um, they've migrated from the ACC, which is one of the biggest powerhouse conferences in baseball, to the Big Ten, which is far from it. Um, and they've found a way to be competitive and, and, and make a lot of NCAA tournaments. And um, he's just a guy who embodies uh, what it means to be a Maryland Terp. Um, and I'm proud to have him as my baseball coach. I, uh, and he's been a guest on the podcast, and I'm sure he will be again. Uh, before too long. So on, on behalf of all of us Terps, and I know Taylor Smythe agrees with me in a big way here, uh, congrats to Matt Swope on, on getting the dream job. I was I was looking, trying to find, I thought we had tweeted out a clip of when he was on, and I wanted to send that back out and just, because he talked about that being like, I don't ever want to leave Maryland. Like, I, it's the only place that I ever want to coach. And it's not like it's like a, you don't think it's like word salad, he's just talking to like talk. Like you, again, like you said, like there's nobody better to put on that uniform than than Matt Swope. And and yeah, that was that was that was I was hyped up when I saw that. I know I wanted to get Taylor's like live reaction in the text because I know he was fired up. Yeah, um, he's in Spain. Yeah, it was, it was just, well, yeah, but I was like he when he wakes up and sees this, like he's gonna he's gonna be be going crazy. He may he may have knew already, but yeah, I'm happy for him. So that was a good I figured I was gonna give that one to you anyways. I figured that was that was the pick. So that's a good one. Mm. Sure. Eric, what do you got? Um, I'm going to keep going with what we taught. Um, no, I'm going to audible. I'm going to audible. Oh, oh, we already, oh, talked, about, hurry, we already hurry. talked about Gunner, Gunner earlier. Um, yesterday, the 30th anniversary of the greatest movie of all time. Again, I'm not a big movie guy, but if there's one movie I will go and sit down and watch anytime it's on Jurassic Park. It's just the best. It's so good. Mm. I was reading articles and threads and I was reading everything about it. Um, it's just amazing. Everything about it. The T-Rex scene is incredible. It's, it's the best. Mm. Far my, by far my favorite movie of all time. Very so, cool. Yeah. I remember one of my earliest memories is being four years old, running around the movie theater on like a Wednesday in the middle of the day, like just nobody in there, but me and my friends, like me, my dad, his two friends and my two friends. And we were just like running around the theater. There's nobody in there. It was, mm. it was fantastic. I was a raptor that day. Never forget. Life uh, finds a way. I'm going to go with Nick Taylor winning the Canadian Open on a uh, bomb eagle putt. Uh, really, really cool moment. I was kind of pretty gutted for Tommy uh, Fleetwood. I'm kind of hoping to see him win a PGA Tour event here sooner rather than later. We'll be rooting for him in the U.S. Open if he gets in the mix here. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, quite an ending to the Canadian Open last week. And, uh, you know, you don't want to get, like, too sappy or anything or, like, it, this save the game of golf. It definitely didn't. But just a, a cool reminder that with all the bullshit going on that, uh, that it's really, like, all the money and shit is not why we watch or anything like that. It's for uh, for something a little bit more pure than that, something a little bit uh, – you know, more organic than that. And that's definitely what that was. Cool moment for Nick Taylor. And uh, shout out to my guy, Adam Hadwin, getting absolutely just bodied by security there, uh, running in to try and spray Taylor with champagne. And just that that security yard with some great Ray Lewis-esque form, just truck sticking him over the middle, like a slot receiver getting taken out by safety. So It was like like a, like a green dog blitz there a little bit. Yeah. 
It was impressive. Yeah. Saw the like saw the uh, he was around him. It was like stunning, you know, like a like a defensive tackle going around the end. Right. Right. And then I saw Adam's I mean, Adam's wife tweeted something to the effect of uh and Adam of course had the most Canadian move of all time, apologizing to the security guard after getting decked. Yeah, yeah. Nick Taylor was doing a great um great like Lodi Nada impression there, just eating up the blocker there, giving his mm-hmm. giving his guy a clear path to the ball carrier. Moving him. Mm. Yeah, no, it was great. So yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun to watch. And that is my Maryland man of the week, the Canadian Nick Taylor. Who I think he was he was he almost won the uh Phoenix, didn't he? He did. And then he, Scotty kind of kind of just couldn't hang on long enough. It was one of those ones where it's like, oh, this guy's out in front, but he's got some big guys coming coming down the stretch. Let's just see if he can just get it to the house. And much like Sahith uh, at the gala last year, it was like those last couple holes, it just ran out of steam. It's a gauntlet out there, man. It's a gauntlet. Yeah. So, yeah. yep, another another golf-heavy episode here. But uh, I don't know. I thought that was a really cool moment uh, and leading into the U.S. Open, like we talked about. So that's all we got uh, for most of our segments. Banks, do you have any dead or alive for us? Um, uh, maybe, I like how I'm making uh, this a regular thing, and it's just completely <laughs> throwing you off your spot. Like, Yeah, it's like I that kind of thought I put the – the segment to rest almost because I didn't keep it organized, which ones I'd actually done. Hey, dead or alive this segment. That's a great question. It's, it might be on the operating table. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Knew that was coming. Yeah. Just, I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of somebody right now. And I just, uh, you don't have to force um, it. I mean, Hey, yeah. Um, Nope. I got nothing right now. Okay. Well, we can uh, we can end it there, I guess. Unless Eric, you have anything else? Okay. No. Cool beans. Yeah, well, we will call it a night then. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, uh, a fun episode here. I didn't know that you know there was going to be a ton to really talk about other than the Orioles, but uh, we we found a way to scrape and claw and make something of it. So always great chatting with you, fellas. Uh, I think we'll be back later in the week. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll try to do a happy hour. Maybe something like that. Uh, I think Taylor is not in the country right now. Uh, who knows what's going on with Spenny during the summer? This is just his time to run around and shit, you know, uh, let his hair down a little bit. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll certainly see about availabilities, but at the very least, you've got this one for the week. So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media if you're not already at Exit52Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Get at us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel over there. It's just Exit52Podcast. Uh, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Jimmy's. Thanks to Fed Thrill Sunglasses. Thanks to Black Eyed Susan Spices. Uh, And thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you again very soon.